Good morning, everyone. I'm coming at you from a, a different morning spot, so I hope you can hear me okay. I wanted to tell you a story that a few years back, I received a small book with a note attached, and the book was called Proclaim Freedom Throughout the Land by Dror Goldberg. Dror's name in Hebrew literally means freedom, but he has been far from free. Dror has spent the last 23 years in a prison in Texas, and he will likely be there for many more decades. The note attached to the book was from Dror's aunt, who has been an active Central Synagogue live streamer, who visits her nephew in prison regularly. When she does, she shares words of our sermons and our messages from Central with Dror, who is an observant Jew whose faith has sustained him. Dror asked that she send me a copy of his first book, which he wrote while incarcerated. That's the book on Proclaim Freedom. We have since been in contact. I've written to Dror, and he recently sent me his second book. I've been thinking a lot about what does freedom mean to those who are incarcerated? Because I had planned to join Rabbi Hilly Haber to lead a Passover Seder this year at the Cornerstone House of Freedom Prison in uh, Northern State Prison. Unfortunately, in the last month, they would not give me the permissions to attend. But I've been thinking for a while now, how do you talk about freedom and redemption to a group of men who are imprisoned in Mitzrayim? a narrow place, and might never be free. As I prepared, I looked back at the book, at what Dror taught me, how freedom is much more expansive than what many of us think about. He wrote, I thought that physical freedom was the only important type of freedom, or maybe even the only type of freedom that mattered. I've since learned that there are many types of freedom. Freedom to live to worship, to love, to act, to speak, and to think. Every day, there are people who are fighting for our freedom, as well as people who are also fighting against our freedom. The worst has to be when we fight against our own freedom through ignorance, fear, addiction, complacency, or other means. End quote. Dror understood in an astonishing way that even if he was not physically free, there were still so many freedoms of his spirit and heart that he could exercise. Freedom to love and forgive and dream. Freedom to write. Perhaps one of the most profound freedoms that Dror expressed was that freedom over his own mind and heart, which he achieved in great part through meditation. He talked about times that he would become frustrated or depressed or agitated in prison. And this is what he instructed, quote, concentrate on what you would like to do and do your best to block the distraction. Count out to three by repeating, Hashem, Hashem, Hashem. Repeat a slow three-second count, repeating God's name and clearing out your mind. It might take several counts to do so, but continue until you can concentrate enough to compose yourself. It's a relatively easy meditation technique, and it works. End quote. 
boy, when I think about what upsets or agitates me, and last week it was how oppressed I felt by my long to-do list. I'm deeply humbled when I think of Dror, who has so little control over his time or his life, and yet can find a spaciousness and freedom and peace. He can block the distractions and bring composure and a bit of calm. And if he can do that from his narrow place, he inspires me to do so as well. I was particularly struck by his empathy in a chapter he wrote right around the first Passover during COVID. He wrote, quote, we are two days away from the holiday of Passover, and this will be an unusual holiday for millions. For many, this will be the first Passover holiday they spend without any family members or completely isolated. I'm extremely sympathetic as this is a traumatic experience for so many. My prayer is that each and every one of these individuals experience the most profound spiritual holiday of their lives. May the prophet Elijah visit each and every lonely person and cheer them up. I really was so moved by Dror's understanding of the pain of being all alone on a holiday like this, and yet to feel that it could be a profound spiritual experience and to bless each person with that wish. He wrote about his own solo Seder in his cell. He said, my Hallel gratitude prayer was awesome. I felt that my prayers passed through every gate and high-fived every gatekeeper. It was an incredible evening. So part of what Dror taught me about what freedom means is that you are always free as long as you are free to dream and to continue hoping. Dror has a short chapter, which includes life goals. I'll read a few of them. Life goals. To be completely financially independent within 18 months of my release. To be able to observe the Sabbath completely for the rest of my life. To see the ocean three times a week, to have a warm, quiet, and peaceful home, to find a synagogue I love and which loves me, to take my sweet time, to grow things, to actually grow things. Those are beautiful life goals, so many of which many of us could do right now and we take for granted and perhaps don't do the simple freedoms he wishes for. There are so many who are still imprisoned. I cannot help but think of this Wall Street journalist um, who, 31 years old, Evan Gurevich, who was wrongfully detained by Russian um, FSB and held in prison over this Passover. I think he very intentionally was selected because he is a young Jewish journalist whose parents were Soviet refugees to America. I think of him this Passover. There are many people who don't live even imprisoned literally, but are still not free for so many reasons. It could be because of an abusive relationship or an addiction or an illness, or perhaps the inability to dream of anything different. 
if this holiday Passover is about anything, it's about our tradition's belief that we have always known that life can be different and better, that freedom and redemption and unshackling is possible, and that we are accompanied by God who will reach out with an outstretched arm to us. Tomorrow night, you will be sharing in the Passover story, creating Jewish memory that you yourself were enslaved. Think about what freedoms you now enjoy. How can you express gratitude for what you have, no matter what the circumstance, like drawer can? I want to conclude our meditation introduction with words from Drawer's book, The Very Introduction, which I think will ring powerfully for us this day before our Passover holiday. He says, These essays constitute my attempt to speak truth to power. I was inspired by the confrontation between our teacher Moses and the Egyptian Pharaoh in the book of Exodus. Just as God and God's mercy ended the Egyptian bondage, it is my prayer that God ends the slavery practiced within the Texas Department of Criminal Justice. Furthermore, it is my hope that these essays convey the redemptive power of gratitude and inspire the reader to begin giving thanks and to appreciate the beauty of true freedom. So I invite you to close your eyes, to offer a mode ani. Thank you, God, for the gift of this day. And I invite you, if you'd like a mantra, to focus on that word drawer and that person drawer. His name means freedom. And he's taught me a lesson about what freedom can be about. Or you can just focus on your breath or take in a moment of silence. I invite you to become a little more still and don't mind the time.
All right. I invite you to come out. In every generation, we are obligated to see ourselves having come out of Egypt. I wish you freedom of your dreams, a blessed Passover, and a beautiful day.